Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK radio podcast. For the past week, I've been out in Dubai for the Megabucks World Cup meeting, which proved to be the most international of race days with winners from five different countries. It had many highs, of which more later, but some lows, and that clearly centred around the Gold Cup. I'm still not sure why they re-ran it after Fox Hunt's fall, and when they did, Bronze Cannon was another who broke down. I know trainers all agreed to run their horses again and they were checked, but there seemed no reason to run the race again, which meant that the meeting should have ended with Monterosso's game victory in the Dubai World Cup. This performance, I think, hinted at a changing of the guard in the Godolphin camp with Mikel Barcelona and trainer Mahmoud Alzaruni, the new stars of the show for the men in blue. And there were still plenty of other highs. Ireland finally had their first ever winner at the meeting as the Aidan O'Brien-trained Daddy Longlegs proved he has the credentials for the Kentucky Derby. When taking the UAE Derby, Hortensia was a storming winner of the Alquaz and will be hard to beat in the King's Stand at Royal Ascot in June on that performance. But the best moment for me was the course record-breaking win of Cityscape in the Dubai Duty Free. Roger Charlton was left stunned but clearly ecstatic by the win. But just as two years ago at the meeting when Willem Buick confirmed his potential, jockey James Doyle has shown what he can do. His wide-eyed excitement and sheer joy at riding his first Group 1 winner was terrific to see. And when he spoke to me after the win, he was still trying to take stock at what he had achieved. Oh, very much so. I mean, it's been unbelievable. But like I say, um, the way he worked that day at Kempton... It just, uh, Roger, when I got off, Roger said, what do you think? And I was just, I didn't, I didn't really know what to say apart from, wow. And, um, no, for it all to come together and, you know, take a, take, you know, a, a nice race on the world's biggest stage is just unbelievable. Um, here you are trying to sort of curtail your excitement. You know the horses well. How has it been in the lead up to this? Were you sort of struggling to contain your excitement? Yeah, I mean, people were saying, you know, there was a lot of people that sort of fancied him and, they were all sort of asking me, well, what do you think? You know, you've sat on him. And, you know, I, I, didn't want to be, I didn't want to be too bold or look kind of cocky. And I just said, you know, I'm sort of quietly confident that we'll run well. And, you know, I, di- I didn't want to um, sort of make a fool of myself. But now, now it's all come together. What, what does this mean for your career and what you've achieved tonight? Because this is one of the, you know, $5 million races, not to be sniffed at. But what does it do for your confidence, perhaps, on the, amongst your fellow jockeys? I mean, I, you know, I was, I was kind of... Leading up to the race, although I was excited about the horse's uh, ability, I, I just wanted to make you, know, you know, I just wanted to make sure that everything sort of went smoothly, and we we had so not, you know, so we had no sort of mess ups or any excuses. And on the way on the way here, actually, I travelled here with my mum, and she 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 was saying to me, you just have to be so confident in your own ability. So that's so I went out there just so confident in myself. Breaking a course record, that's some effort, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but like like I say. Um, He's, he's kind of, you know, all these sort of stories about he needs soft ground and you can't, you can't get beat a neck in the Hong Kong mile and, you know, have to have soft ground. So, and, you know, he, he had a wide trip there and got bumped on the turn. So. Great great day for you, but you must spare a thought for Steve Dran, obviously, who's I, ridden this in 90% of his races. Definitely, yeah, definitely. No, I, I spoke to Steve earlier and, you know, it's obviously sad what's, um, what he's going through at the minute, but um, with his blackouts and everything. So, I, you know, I wish him... Um, 
you know, I wish him a quick recovery and um, I, I spoke to him earlier and got some advice and he's, he's a gentleman, you know, he helped me out a lot. So what will be now? You'll presumably back to England and, and uh, hopefully a, a good summer back home. Yeah, fly, fly back to England tonight, uh, you know, the early hours of tomorrow morning. So, um, yeah, just back, yeah. carry on as normal there. You're not riding somewhere tomorrow back in the UK, are you? I'm not, no. I've got a couple of days to sort of take it in. So, no. And I'd, I'd like to thank, uh, you know, Mr. Khaled Abdullah for, um, for, for giving me the opportunity, really, because, uh, you know... It was obviously a kind of sort of risk in there, but putting me up. I'd never ridden in a Group One before, and no, I'm glad I've sort of repaid their um, their trust back. Really. Exciting times then for Doyle, but now it'll be back to Britain for him and the new turf flat campaign. Although for the next couple of weeks, the talk in the sport will be dominated by the build-up to the Grand National meeting at Aintree. Enjoy your racing week.